And we're back. Okay, so the last podcast we had to do, like I said, the Blended Family was such a good episode. We had to do a part two with the Millers. Um, and we left off. We were talking about how Erica wanted me to share some of my special sauce with her. Oh, Lord. She went the Krabby Patty recipe. You out here like plankton, son, and that's just, that's not where it's at. That's not where it's at. Okay. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 you know. I, I can't, you know, I can't turn the petty off. I, I can't. Obviously, and it's okay. <laughs> you knew they going in. I did. Okay, so we're back again with the Millers, and we're still talking about blended families. And now we have a couple additional questions, because like I said, it was such a meaty episode. We wanted mm-hmm. to keep going. Um, go ahead with your uh, your other questions as, as it pertains to uh, blended family. Absolutely. So the first question we'll start with on this um, part two is, um, do you have any securities as... A bonus mom, Siobhan, that would be for you, myself, um, and then... Uh, Julie's also a bonus parent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was getting that. I got that. Yep, bro. So, you <laughs> as a bonus dad, did you have any insecurities? Um, and, babe, I, you were at one point a bonus dad. So, what did you learn from that? Or did you have any experiences that you would like to share on that? So, we'll go ahead and start with Siobhan. Go ahead and share with us your experience. Um, did you have any insecurities as a bonus mom? Yeah, I had a lot of insecurities as a bonus mom because I never did it before. Mm-hmm. And I didn't come from a blended family. So I didn't know what that looked like coming into a child's life as an additional parent when they already have one in that position. So um, I dealt with a lot with just um, outside opinions. And that did kind of affect my thought process. I'm like, okay, how am I doing this? Am I doing this the correct way? Should I change things up? Should I switch it up for them? Or should I just keep on being consistent and loving the child the best way that I guess I know how Mm -hmm. to? Because I'm learning as I'm going. And it would be so funny because kids can feel that energy. They can feel that energy around other family members. They can feel that energy around friends. They can feel that energy when people just aren't with this situation. And what I would see with my bonus son is he would be different around people that were negative. Mm-hmm. His interaction with me was different. And then when people that was positive about it, his interaction with me was, was positive. Mm-hmm. So I was just, I didn't really know how to maneuver around that because I'm like, I'm being consistent. So what's going on here? Yeah. But what's helped now, now it's been almost five years and the best medicine for that was being consistent, regardless of what things look like, regardless of what people say. That is the best medicine of it all. Absolutely. So, yep, yeah, and that's what helped me. That's good. Real that's good, good, real good. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Bro, we're going to go to you next. What, what, what did it look like for you, you know, coming in and becoming a bonus dad? Um, wh- were there any insecurities there? Um, there wasn't really any insecurities about... Uh, being a bonus parent myself because my dad was a bonus dad and that's what he pretty much did like if he was with a woman their kids are now his kids Mm -hmm. so it was like oh okay that's how me growing up that's how it is like oh that's what you should be doing yeah if you would have that's your kids then that's Mm -hmm. what that means so um it wasn't really insecurities about uh my ability to be able to do it um, definitely failed at it still. That's a good point. Failed at it anyway. You know, even thinking that you're going to be good at it, you're still going to fail at it in some areas. Mm-hmm. Right, facts. And then, um, you know, it's not about really 
staying down on your failures about like, oh, okay, cool. Let me respond and get back to, yeah. uh, let me come at it at a different angle so that way I can uh, grow in that area. That's good. So, um, that's the, uh, that's my gist of it. Okay. Um, I would definitely say for myself, I had some insecurities um, coming into uh, my marriage as a bonus mom. I was a bonus child, so um, I had my bonus mom for almost now 21 years, and I saw a lot of things operate that worked and a lot of things that didn't work um, relationship-wise, and so I try to take from that. And so I think where I came in, what allowed me to be... um, insecure was in ways of where I felt the rejection immediately Mm -hmm. um and so that just you know Mm -hmm. I was like wow I wasn't expecting that and I think a lot of it came from obviously how the foundation of it started but at the end of the day um in the areas of where I failed well let me not say failed but where I felt insecure I asked my husband to help me um, show me ideas or ways to um, grow my security, per se. So, and then it, it, you know, and it just took time. It took time to um, believe in the relationship, Um, not just that it was one-sided. So, um, yeah. So, I would say that even though I had insecurities, um, we both grew together. And it, may, and it took a few years. It took a few years. And we've only been married now three years, working on four. Um, so I would say it took those two years, two and a half years at least. And now we're really cool. Me and my bonus son, we're really pretty tight. So I'm grateful for that experience. Okay, so for everybody who's listening, who keeps hearing this, this term bonus, bonus is a PC way of saying stepchild. Because yes. step does have a, a, a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I do agree. Um, the person who came up with bonus, kudos to you. Right. Whomever, Absolutely. Whomever you are. Madam, <laughs> Madam Bonus. <laughs> um, now, for me personally, I've, I didn't have any insecurities as far as being a bonus parent whenever I had to do it. Because I was blessed in the sense I've never had to deal with the actual biological parent. Anytime I ever dated a girl who had had kids, unfortunately, the dad wasn't in the picture at all. Mm-hmm. So I never had to have that relationship. I never had to to deal with that. Like I came in and it was basically a clean slate. Like kids mm-hmm. gravitated towards me because mm-hmm. they needed a male figure in the home, mm-hmm. and I was able to to be that for them. Okay. So, in fact, that I think that plays a part in why kids kind of gravitate towards me now because I'm always just. I've always been around kids, and I try to make, I do my best to make sure they feel comfortable, like they feel, like I said, like they can, you know, be themselves around me, and mm-hmm. then again, I, I don't really try to be friends with kids, because they can't do nothing fun anyways, <laughs> bunk and booze. Well, that's good, that's good. Um, so, we'll move on to our next question. Um, how did you, we'll, we'll come back to you, um, babe, and then we'll take it back around. Um, the next question would be, the protection as a biological parent. Mm-hmm. Um, what did that feel like for you uh, coming into a marriage? What was your protection level or mentality towards allowing a complete stranger, per se, even though 
you know, I was your wife, but what did that look like or feel like for you um, coming into the marriage? Um, I can be honest. It was tough and scary in a sense because in your mind, you've dated before and you think nobody's going to love my child the way I love my child. Mm -hmm. No one's going to treat my child the way I think the child should be treated. Um, It's hard to hear somebody else criticize your child because you feel like they're criticizing your parenting Mm -hmm. and you feel attacked. And either you're either going to deflect or you're going to jump on the defense. And so where did you feel like you came in that at? Um, so, cause I said, like I said, when we, we, we in referring to you, you 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 kind of came in because you had a mindset of of how you saw your bonus relationship go. Mm-hmm. But there's no two, like I said, no two situations are the same. Everyone is different. Right. So for us, it just took time and us, you know, talking and building a relationship. And for I think where our problem, or not only our problem, but, but where we ran into some issues was, I felt like. You kind of came in out the gate, and you, you, like I said, you expected things mm-hmm. that they might not have been. They, they, I don't even say they, they were, uh, you know, you know, things that were, you know, too hard to ask for. Mm-hmm. But it was just, like I said, my my son was a, a little bit older. He was a teenager already. He was already set in his ways. He probably had already heard things about you mm-hmm. that didn't help the situation. Yes, right. Yep. So it took you being consistent and showing him who you are. Because mm-hmm. this is a conversation we had earlier about. You know, words is only one part. Actions are the second part. Shout mm-hmm. out to Vaughn for that, you know. So so mm-hmm. I think you didn't directly answer the question. The question was, how did you feel as a like as that parent, biological parent? I, and I, I did answer that when I said that I felt, you know, nervous and, you know, and and, and like protective of my child. Are so, you looking for examples? Not necessarily examples. I didn't hear that you said you felt nervous. All I heard was you wanted you, you felt as the way that I came in it was um so I do apologize that um I didn't clearly hear your mm-hmm. explanation but good thank you time out let me just mark the date because I just got an, a verbal apology on the podcast <laughs> for the whole world to hear. That's so petty and I just want to make sure you know. Real talk, I, I will say this about Erica. She does not, like I said, like she does not have a problem with apologizing. She's not one of those women who be like, oh, she got to be right all the time. Now, she likes to be right, <laughs> but she can admit when she's like, you know what? That's on me. I, I made that up. You know, I was, I was, I was in the wrong. And not that I made it up though, because you be making stuff up. I do not. You, you, you're a little hormonal. Sometimes you be. Hey. You, you know what? My bad. My apologies. You're right. You're right. You know what? Yeah, that's a. Everything I said was accurate, but the timing was off because of the situation. I'm gonna let you slide. So let's uh let's mark our way back over to Vine. Yes. Share with us how did you feel um as a biological parent going into your marriage um with your husband? Like were you were there any fears or were there something that you just like oh no. Yeah, I dealt with a lot of guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of just for the audience, this was it. Like my daughter's biological dad isn't in her life, mm-hmm. so this was it for her. So I, I all, throughout throughout all the years, I dealt with a lot of guilt of, you know, man, this is who I picked to be the father of my child, and mm-hmm. this is what my child's enduring is, mm-hmm. um, you know, someone that's not there for her. Mm-hmm. So. Being able to pick again, you know, this time around, my husband, and obviously him not being the biological father of her, 
but you're still now a father figure. There's no one else to fall back on. Mm-hmm. You're it. That's a really good point. I, I really, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a struggle to be honest with you when it came to Julius and I, because he has a way of parenting. I have a way of parenting, like mm-hmm. like every couple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think our biggest issue was there. There needed to be a lot of correction, mm-hmm. right? With who? With Faith. Okay. Um, that's. I know we don't do much names, but I will. I will say the name of, of my kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, she can't sue you. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. But she she was spoiled, so mm-hmm. she needed a lot of correction. But the issue was there wasn't balance. Julius did take that position to discipline. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, we got to hey, we got to get this together, which I appreciated, but there wasn't enough balance. And you okay, get the sugar with the with the with the spice. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Kids right. need that. They yeah. definitely do. You yeah. know, so Julius and I would go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I was like, okay, cool. Hey, if she does something wrong, you're on it. You 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 get her together. But what about the in between time? Mm-hmm. Where you show her love, you, mm-hmm. you you show affection. You know, I'm not seeing it at all. Right. And that's making her uncomfortable. Yeah. You know. That that's how girls like that turn into girls, adult girls with daddy issues. Absolutely. Because then, I mean daddy issues are already there because you don't you mm-hmm. don't have your biological dad isn't here. Right. And and I do I do understand when a biological father comes into that position, daddy issues are still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can be the most perfect uh, bonus dad in the whole wide world. If that biological father did that, there's 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 an issue. Mm-hmm. But what, where I was, I was like, she, she ain't gonna have a horrible biological dad and a horrible bonus dad. That's that's a heck no. Right. Mm-hmm. You right. know what? That's a good point. Is, would that be a reflection of you? Like, are you a bad picker of men? If that's at that point. For me, now the way I saw that was, I was in high school. Mm-hmm. When I got pregnant with her, right? So I you, mean, come you on can't now. be care responsible. We, for we that. go back and yeah. we're like, oh man, we go back to our boyfriends from high school, or our girlfriends from high school. That should be. I'm count. pretty sure that now some got lucky and they they married their high school sweethearts and everything turned out Gucci. Mm-hmm. But it's very rare that you go back to your high school sweetheart and said, oh man, oh, too bad I didn't marry them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What you like at age. 15, 16, 17, 18 is not the same person you're going to like at age 30. Mm-hmm. Typically, that's not how it goes. Facts. So, I, at age 25, when I started dating Julius, if I bring a man into my child's life who isn't top-notch for her, that's definitely on me. I know better now. Mm, okay, that's real. I can respect that. You know, that. so... You know, just to go back, there was definitely times where I felt like I had to be protective for my child because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, wait a minute, where's the balance out? Now, I already messed up once. I'm not here to do it again. Mm. And, you know, to say that, um, when you come to the reality of it's not the bonus parent's responsibility to fix the daddy issues or the mommy issues, right? But to help, you know, fit where you need to fit. Absolutely. And I think that's just the main part is obviously they can't they can't completely fix it. Right. But they can help. Yeah. Because you're giving another you're giving an example here. Like, okay, not every man is a bad man. Mm-hmm. Not every woman is a bad woman. Mm-hmm. You're creating an example of how it's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's just that was a huge struggle for Julius and I because I just kept demanding it, kept demanding like, hey, I need to see this, I need to see this, I need to see this. And then until I saw that change, it really, you know, when you when you want to see change in your spouse when it comes to the kids, it does affect how you two interact. With oh, them. It does. Yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. You think you'll get some of this loving when my when I feel like my kid ain't getting what yeah. they need to be getting? Because don't touch I, me. it was, don't get it was six D. years. It was just Faith and I. Mm-hmm. Six years. Mm-hmm. No food in the fridge. Cold apartment. We struggled. You feel me? Yeah. And that was a struggle that my him and my bonus son didn't have. Mm-hmm. You know, we had six years of me being a single parent. Very soon after their relationship. I jumped in. Mm-hmm. So I think it just did cause, um, you know, it, it just made us have to come to a place. He had to understand where I was coming from because he didn't experience where, you know, what I went through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's a blessing because now Faith is 11. She was, she was six when Julius came into her life. She's 11 now. And, we're, we open that floor for her to tell us how we feel or things that we've done wrong or what yeah. she needs, how she needs to be loved. That's good. And I think with that, no, I think I know with that, it seems Julius seems to hear her better. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. I still come came from a place of, I think she's feeling this way. I think she's feeling that way. I, I think. think she needs the, this. Right. Well, I, I believe I'm doing fine. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So at age 11, when she's telling Julius, I need this, I need that, da 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 da, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, this is this is concrete information. It's hard for you to ignore when the person Absolutely. who is, is, is affected is saying, hey, this isn't enough. This Absolutely. is what I like. I can't argue with that. Absolutely. And thank God, mm-hmm. so much beauty has came from this honest conversation. But that speaks to your parenting already, though, because the fact that she felt comfortable to say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we, we think about our childhood. You were told to, to be seen and not heard. And sometimes don't even be seen. Yeah. Which makes no sense. How am I supposed to exist without being seen, Mom? Does it make that make sense? But we grow up and we had this toxic thing that we were told, we were, we were raised in. And I'm not saying it was all bad, but we were told, like, basically, oh, you can't tell me no. You, you have to listen to an adult. Adults are always wrong. There wasn't a lot of communication between parent and child growing up. Mm-hmm. It was because I said so. Yeah, it was like literally Man, a one-sided relationship a lot of the time. And yeah. I think now what we're experiencing um, as newer age parents per se is that we want our children to feel safe and content enough to be able to say, hey, yo, my feelings hurt. I feel this kind of way. I didn't like the way you said that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and then we as parents have to sit down and have patience enough to actually listen to our children. But that's a whole other topic because we can go into that. But, yeah, but we're going to talk about that for sure. But I, I do want to just real quick quick if I can uh, piggyback off of what you're saying. And it's so important, especially when it comes to this blended family, mm-hmm. to take our feelings out of the equation. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Because these kids are going to turn into adults one day. Mm-hmm. They who, are. Who may become bonus parents themselves. Period. Yep. And that's what it was for me when it comes to our kids. We have a 11-year-old, a 5-year-old, and a 1-year-old. Mm-hmm. And down to the 1-year-old, I'm going to treat you in a way to where you can't come back to me as your parent. When you're an adult, when you and I are speaking as adult to an adult, not, not adult to child, mm-hmm. you come back to me and you say, 
Man, mom, thank you. Mm, mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. feel me? Because I've, and I, not to say that, you know, there wasn't a lot of communication, but as an adult growing yeah. up and still having my parents, yeah. Grace, I have went back on multiple cases and said, dang, dad, you was right. Dang, mom, you was right. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. so I feel you on that, being able to have that uh, relationship when they get older and they well, can come back and say, and I think, right, I think, well, like what I'm saying is, it's not even like you're right. I'm talking about just a situation of thank you for treating me like a human. Oh, well, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. You know, because I think that we're so big on this. I'm the adult. I'm your parent. I'm not your friend that you forget that you're raising human beings mm-hmm. with feelings, with, yeah. with real feelings. Yeah. I believe the, um, the main issue with how we were brought up was. It was just stifling in general. Mm-hmm. You're brought up to not have a voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's So you got yeah. so many adults now trying to figure out what their voice is and what it Come sounds on. like. Okay. And how they're going to portray it. They never had time to practice at home mm-hmm. how to deliver something. So now they spend a lot of time getting fired at their job because... They don't know how to deliver it or express themselves. Or looking for the confirmation or affirmation through social media. Or Okay, so we got totally sidetracked. Sorry, <laughs> you know how we, we get apologize, it. Guys, I apologize, guys. I apologize. But yeah. it, but this is a very good topic, and we promise to come back and bring you a lot of nuggets with that. So yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's, uh, let's, I guess Julius can go next with, yes. you know, with the protection. Julius, how did you feel about, uh, were there any fears or anything like that as a biological parent going into your marriage? I didn't really have any fear because, um, like, I've told Siobhan, it's like, as far as our relationship goes, um, when I seen that everybody was against it and they had no information. Well, don't say everybody. Cause well, you, you a had, lot of people. Had, there were a lot of people. A lot of people. Let's say a lot of people. Yeah. Who was in our lives were against it mm-hmm. with uh, no information. Mm-hmm. And that told me a lot mm-hmm. because everything great that I've really gotten was that same way. And came with resistance. You got resistance for nothing. Nothing happened. No one got smacked. <laughs> and um, with that, it warned me to be able to be like, oh, okay, this is going to be good. And um, that. It's going to be, not that it's going to be easy, but I know the outcome already. Yeah. So, a lot of the fear wasn't there because I knew the outcome. I knew the end result was going to be amazing. So, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, cool. So, it's really just going through the process that is that was going to be necessary for me as far as, like, being a parent and having little Julius have a new bonus mom in his life because I mean it was a lot easier because little Julius was already around her before already mm-hmm. and he already has seen her and interacted with her already so that way it's like it, it's seamless right that's good What's... and I think um, it was basically like I, I trusted Siobhan okay with uh little Julius so I trusted how she was about to handle him I knew she was going to handle him like 
he was her own. Right. I know it took a little bit of uh, extra courage to start really getting into that role like she really wanted to. Because, you know, sometimes you come in a little bit timid. You know, like, oh, the water's fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you got that totally in there. And you're swimming all over the place after that. But Just it didn't swimming. take long neither. So I was... And here's the thing. One side is seeing what... I'm seeing what I want to see. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't seeing what she wanted to see from mm-hmm. me. Right. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So... And see, that's at, a good point right there. Cause at like, least... Constructive criticism is now check, hard. At least... It wasn't both sides mm-hmm. not seeing what they want to see, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. If you got both sides not seeing, oh my God, I pray for them. I'm going to pray for them right now. I pray that they're <laughs> okay it, right now, Lord. Because I... we're in quarantine and yeah. they're not seeing what they want to see. But <laughs> if I can add real quick, I think that was difficult for me, though, because... Uh, I did an awesome job with, and I do, I do an awesome job with with my bonus baby. Okay, go ahead and pat yourself on the back, I guess. I do an awesome job. I'm one of the, I I know for, I'm one of the best bonus mothers out here. Period. Planet. Because guess what? Not just the city, Craig, but the whole wide world. In the whole world, Craig. I'm one of the best. And I'm not even even kidding. And it was hard for me to step up to that level, but need need to see Julius to step up to a level, you know? Mm-hmm. And it did cause conflict, but it's such a beautiful thing, though. Um, seeing the change, yeah. you know? Because like you said, it's not easy taking that constructive criticism, especially if, you tr- if you're trying your best. Mm-hmm. So... And you you know you don't want to hear from your spouse like oh you you, you need to do you it's know? not good enough it's not your yeah. what you're doing is not good enough mm-hmm. and guess what sometimes it's not mm-hmm. yeah yeah because yeah. there's a standard we're not gonna act like there ain't no standard when it comes to your relationship even if you got married to them right That's there's right. still another standard that they gotta go to and you know what as to that being a bonus mom being married to um, Marcus who. Uh, didn't have a prevalent father in his life growing up. You just put all my business out there. Maybe I didn't need them to know that. Maybe <laughs> Maybe. All time on stage, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you just telling all my business. I'm just saying, you know. Tell people he on stages? Mm-hmm, they, they didn't know I was tripping. <laughs> right. <laughs> they didn't need to For know that. For the record, guys, that. he's not a stripper. <laughs> you don't know what I do when you ain't around. <laughs> so, back to my comment was um, being, you know, seeing him be a father and having my viewpoints on where areas of where I think he can improve, um, you know, isn't a, what word am I looking for? It's not an escape or um, for him to feel like, oh, you're wrong or what I'm doing is enough because reality is just because you didn't have your father, there is still avenues of growth. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I just think that a lot of times um, parents use that as an excuse or crutch. Well, I ain't have my dad, or I didn't have my mom, and well, I don't know how. But you, but there's growth. There's room. Yeah, there's a way you can find out. You can either ask questions or you Mm -hmm. can look at the bad example and do the opposite. You're still gonna bump your head. Right. But so go ahead and put that down. We're gonna have have a conversation about fathers. It might be it might be a fellows only conversation. I I don't know. I'm still debating. No, I think that should be a co-ed because. You have a lot of women who got dads. Don't they don't have dads? <laughs> yeah. 
that don't have dads. You always want to steal the thunder. Or, 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 or had dads and it's, it's dads this. sometimes don't know how to connect with the with their daughters. Or mm-hmm. or having a parent in the home but not being present. Okay. I, I okay. came up with like four topics. I know, right? Like, hey, okay, so let him ask his question Okay, so before we get out of here, we're going to end on this question right here. Mm-hmm. As a bonus parent, this is this is really tricky. Do you ever feel the need to treat your kid, your biological kid, just a little bit better than your bonus kid? And like I said this is there's no right or wrong answer. This is us being transparent and being honest because the purpose of this podcast is to force dialogue. Absolutely. Let's, let's have conversations. So I will never say that we're we're parenting experts, relationship experts. Nope, none of that. We just people who keep it real. We want to talk about it. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, I've seen it firsthand where there's a biological child and then you have your own kid. If the two of them are in a race, it's, it's hard to not root for your kid. <laughs> if, if, there, if there's a scholarship and only one person at the household can get it, you would like your kid to be the one to get it. So take your time, mold it over. Think about that right um, there. I'll answer that. Go ahead, answer, bro. I don't okay. think that way at all. That's good. Um, I want all my children to be successful right. in their own way. Right. It's not gonna be the same because all my kids are different from mm-hmm. each other. So, right. but um, yeah, I don't. I don't think about whether or not I need to treat little Julius or. My son better than his other brothers or sister mm-hmm. because I think it's because of Siobhan. I didn't. I don't have to mm-hmm. because they're getting it full circle you know, with me. That's good. From her, from myself. So I don't think oh, I need to compensate. That would be more so if someone's not getting what they want from the other parent mm-hmm. towards their child. That they, they would probably think about oh I gotta compensate a little bit more mm-hmm. because he's not getting a full circle or mm. he's not getting it full circle right now mm. that's good okay there we go mm. cause what I was gonna say was absolutely not I see them all equally and that's truly how I feel mm-hmm. I did feel like again because I, I wasn't seeing at the time I wasn't seeing what I needed to see from Julius, I did feel like I did have to over overcompensate mm-hmm. when it comes to Babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, you want to make sure she needs it all. Yeah, she needs it all. Right. Because <laughs> little Julius, he gets mad love at his biological mom's house. He gets mad love over here from me, from Julius. Mm-hmm. Um, for Faith, there is no other bi- biological parent to go mm-hmm. home to. Mm-hmm. This is it. So there would be times where I'm like, okay, let me go ahead and, and take Babe out to lunch, you know, and yeah, of and course. See, there's nothing wrong with that. What I was gonna say, but it, but it it would be like weekends we wouldn't have we wouldn't have little Julius. Like it, yeah. it would never be like okay, I'm gonna leave you here with him, and I'm gonna I I would have never did that. But I think it was more so of a feeling than an action. Mm-hmm. Like oh geez, I feel like I need to just give her a little bit more. And and again, it's, it's not giving him less, but I just oh man, I need to overcompensate a little bit for her because. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, she's she's not getting a full circle here like he is. Mm-hmm. She he's getting more than she's getting. Right. So um, 
And that's the only natural. Yeah. If you want all your kids to have the same opportunities and you want to give them all the same thing, it's right for you to overcompensate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a wrong thing to do. It's about making sure your children at least get the same thing. Yeah. yeah. It may not be in the same way all the time just yet. Gotta yeah. work. Gotta, gotta yeah. work on it. But right. you going you gotta con you got to. Otherwise you're not paying attention. Right. And I think for us, I will add this, some it it's a little bit harder for us because there was such a gap between the kids. Mm-hmm. Faith was uh Faith was was six L- little Julius was one. So of course from Faith, it appears that he's getting so much attention. It appears that things slide. And, I, and I'm talking about, like, you know, when he's from age one, two, three, four, now five, and she's 11. Mm-hmm. And it appears like, oh, I feel like I feel like if I do something, I, I get this, I get this. Mm. And when he does something, it's just like, hey, don't do that. I was like, and I to explain to her, I said, listen, when you were three, you won't, you aren't going to get a talk that you would get when as you would if you were nine or mm-hmm. you were 10 or mm-hmm. you were 11 definitely a different in age it depends you know determines the type of conversation or discipline you get from us that's what you're saying it's an age difference that's what you're saying so i think in our in our household it kind of felt opposite you know for i think our child our my biological child kind of felt like opposite like i feel like they're getting more attention and this is done than i am mm-hmm. so again it, it just was such a learning process when it came to us with this um, with this parenting for our kids. What does that look like? Yeah. And honestly, as the kids are getting older, it's way it's way more easier because again, it's not it's not a guessing game. It's it's legit a conversation. How do you feel? I was gonna say it's, it's it helped that you guys opened the floor for her to be able to communicate absolutely her emotions and her feelings and things like that. Absolutely. So, that's awesome. All right. That's uh, uh was that question just for the Millers? Uh if you would like to answer, go for it. Well, I mean I really I really I really can't answer that question. Um but my expectation is that um with with the birth of our new child coming very soon, um obviously it's a baby, um and then there's this seventeen year gap. Um Yeah. So I feel like my my bonus son, he doesn't require a lot of attention as a newborn would. Right. So the expectation that I would give her more attention than him, yes, that's actually going to be a natural thing. Mm-hmm. However, will there be a difference showing? No. Um, but the only time will tell that. And if I'm wrong when that happens, mm-hmm. I hope that my husband can say, hey, you know you didn't do that with MJ when he was that age or you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I guess this for us will be a waiting game to see how mm-hmm. it works yeah, out absolutely um, are you guys going to talk to MJ about that just to let him know like hey I mean in what way we're going mm-hmm. to really be showing me a lot of attention because you never know how they're going to feel as even older kids in general like dang mhm it's almost like I don't exist no more. That's a good point. You know. Um, I will say that we have not yet bring that. I personally haven't brought that to his attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Have you brought that to his attention yet? No, but there's going to be things that that she's going to get that he didn't have the opportunity that he wasn't afforded to because I I wasn't a full time dad in the house. 
Well, no, I'm talking about just in attention in general. Let's say like if he's around you guys more, it's gonna be like, man, your focus really is gonna be on Mia because you're really trying to figure out how this new person you about you guys are about to meet a new person. Right. So and they're gonna grow in front of you. So it's just like it's really gonna take up a lot of your attention. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's not like watching TV. Oh, I'm watching TV down here and you're watching TV up there. Mm-hmm. You're watching me down here. <laughs> right. And I'm watching TV up there. Right. I was going to say this. I think with their dynamic, it's going to be really different, though, because it's not like a dog. Mm-hmm. You know, when you bring a baby into the house, the dog is kind of just like, okay, no one's petting me anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. No one, no one, <laughs> thought, to, no one thought to put any water in my bowl. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, you know, and I I really see MJ just stepping up and be like, let give me my sister. Yeah, like I see and, that too. I, and honestly, because because it did what what bringing our our baby boy into our house, what it did was make our dynamic stronger because mm-hmm. our baby oh, yeah. is what connected all of us. Mm-hmm. Now we all have blood connected within us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. This my uh, my my blood goal is within Ezra. My blood was in faith. You know, mm-hmm. Julius's blood was mm-hmm. within Ezra. Yeah. Ezra's blood is within the little Julius. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that I don't, I, I really think if anything, it's just going to elevate. I, I agree with that. I've, yeah, I've I think actually. So too. I just. Just he's gonna be gone. So it ain't gonna be my problem. No, 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 no. He's not gonna be gone. We're kicking him out. No, you're not. <laughs> ah. you know but yeah, you, you know, know I, I just wanted to, you know, maybe that could be That's a conversation a because Absolutely. you never, you never know how they're gonna react mm-hmm. when it's actually happening. Exactly. But it's good to be like, hey, and just because it's good to be like, we talked about this, bro. Exactly. Just because <laughs> he's a year away from being grown doesn't an mean adult. Because you know, you you always need your parents. Exactly. You do. And so I think that that's gonna be a very good. I'm dirty, and I still need help with my parents. Yeah, and I have a whole husband. Bruh. Yeah. I don't know. Y'all might be built differently, man. I ain't got nothing for my dad, ever. And my mom been gone since 08. So Mm -hmm. we got that turn 25, so it's different. So, like, I think the the thing we're going to do is just keep the the communication open. Because what's what's starting to evolve in in MJ's relationship and minds is we're starting to become more friends. We can Mm -hmm. have dialogue. We we talk about girls and all kinds of different things (laughs) of that nature. His lack there of game, whatever he's like. He's like, damn, and I got this 20 year old, but boy, come on. And then he'll come and say, Miss E, did my daddy tell you about this girl? And I'd be like, son, come on now. Come on now. We got to, you know, refocus. And uh, and he'd be like, but I'm just, I'm just trying. It's you know, fun. He's trying to get some I, I, game I, I from you. Let the I, young, I'm a ball no, face, E, man. let the young bull get some game. You from know, you. I'm, I, I'm, give him just a little bit. I try to talk to him. Give him a little. Just, cause I gotta keep it real. I can't just always be like, oh yeah, you know something. No, I gotta keep it real with him, cause that's 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 the world we're in. Well, and then that's the balance too. Get a boy know? some game. Dad brings one side. Hand him a little bit of just, a, just hit, side, hand him a little so. bit of mama game right yeah. there. That's, oh, yeah. That that low key. I never got it, yeah. but that low key would probably get you over the hump. Mm-hmm. I hit him with a few nuggets. You know. <laughs> get you over the hump. <laughs> <laughs> So on that note, <laughs> all right. So we're gonna end this podcast. We thank you guys for listening, and we love you guys. Shout out to the Millers for being our guest. Yes, part Shout two. Out to you Thanks, guys. Uh, yes, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep putting out episodes. If you guys have feedback questions, please send them in. 
we listen to everything. We might start an email or something like that. I don't know yet. We'll, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. You know, this is the Me The We Podcast. My name is Mark. This is Erica. And we're out.